Welcome to Become a Calm Mama. This is the podcast for you if you are looking to feel calm, create a peaceful home, and stop yelling at your kids. (laughs) I'm Darlene, and I'm your host. And in this first episode, I thought I would start with just sort of telling you my story and helping you see where I started and the process that I took to get the peaceful home I have now. And I'm also going to give you a sneak peek at what we are going to talk about over the next couple of episodes. So let me just start by telling you that I wasn't always a calm mama. In fact, I was the opposite of that. I was what I think of as a mad mama. There was a time in my parenting when I would yell with like so much fervor that like spit would shoot from my mouth, which is really embarrassing, but true. There would be moments when my kids were little and I would like grab a scrawny shoulder and too hard. And then I would look at my kid and they would have like pain and confusion all over their face and fear. There would be days that started out peaceful and calm. And by the afternoon, I was in a rage. I was angry. I was shouting and threatening my kids. I would send them to their rooms and there'd be an edge in my voice. Uh, I would put them in timeout And, um, you know, just kind of slam them into that little timeout chair. I'd give them cold stares, sometimes going to bed without goodnight kisses. And these are really hard moments to talk about because it's embarrassing to talk about how sometimes we show up as moms in ways that we don't love and that shock even us. But these, these were true for me. And I know that they can be true for you. And they're real and they're normal, actually. And it was after many, many weeks of this, when my son was about four years old, nearly every afternoon, he would have these terrible screaming fits that lasted over an hour. Like, I'm not kidding, like an hour long temper tantrum. And it didn't really matter what I did, like give him a snack, don't give him a snack or have him take a nap or not have him take a nap, whatever it was. And There was nothing I could really do about it. And in the middle of these fits, he would kick and yell and rage, and he was completely out of control. And I was totally overwhelmed by his behavior, and I was afraid of his rages, and I was terrified for the safety of his two-year-old brother and myself. And my fear would overwhelm me and make me become really, really reactive. And I was trying all the traditional parenting strategies. You know, I was counting down from you know, one, two, three, or putting him in a timeout or taking away toys or threatening him or bribing him and doing sticker charts. I was doing lectures that were filled with shame and also yelling, yelling, yelling. And when my strategies, like my good strategies, you know, of counting down or timeout, when they wouldn't work, I would sort of lose it. And I would resort to yelling and having these big temper tantrums. And then afterwards, I'd feel terrible and I'd feel confused about myself, like who am I and scared? What am I doing to my kids? I'd be angry with them and myself and just really sad. And I felt like I was failing at parenting. It was heartbreaking. I'd lay in bed and think, okay, I'm going to do it different tomorrow. I'm going to be a better mom. And the next day it wouldn't really change. I'd be the same. And One night while tucking my four-year-old son in bed, I gently said to him, I said, you know, buddy, you know, I love you, right? And he said, yeah, mommy, I know you do, but I just don't think you like me very much. And 
my heart broke into a million pieces. I was like, "Uh, no, I need to find a different way to parent. I need to find out how to do this in a way that actually works. (laughs) So I started going to parenting workshops and reading about different parenting philosophies. And along the way, I learned about approaching misbehavior and meltdowns with compassion. I now call this the feelings first model, and that's what I'm going to teach you a lot on this podcast. But at the time, it was revolutionary to me, and I didn't understand what it meant to like approach behavior with compassion. But I started to try it. And even though I felt nervous and incompetent in this new practice, I was trying the new techniques anyway. And what that looked like was I stopped focusing on what what my son was doing wrong. I stopped trying to change his behavior. I stopped trying to, you know, get him to change like and it was so stressful. Instead, in the middle of his fit and his off-track behavior, I started to demonstrate compassion. I started to understand that he was having big feelings and that he wasn't sure what to do with them. And Within days of practicing this, his raging fit stopped. I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it was actually that quickly. It was revolutionary. When I stopped approaching my son from like, you know, threats and timeout and punishing his behavior and trying to change his behavior and instead began just kind of looking at him like, oh, this is a person who's really struggling right now. Even though I didn't say the right words, just my emotional, approach to him made him feel safer and more calm and he was no longer as reactive. So he became less physically aggressive. He was able to use his words to communicate his mad, sad, scared feelings. So when this started happening, I knew I was onto something. I was like, okay, this non-traditional approach, it seems counterintuitive and countercultural, but it was working. The magic of compassion calmed the chaos. The compassion transformed my son's behavior and brought peace to our home. So these tools of empathy, they made a huge difference in my kid's behavior. We had less temper tantrums, and when they did happen, they were less intense and lasted less time. Now, I didn't have all the tools that I now teach and that I now have access to and that I teach my clients, so it was really like kind of a fumbling through it at that time. But when I was able to just approach him from the compassionate space, things calmed. The peace in my home that I was craving started to happen. Here's the thing. I was still yelling. So in the moments when I felt calm, I was able to show my son compassion and use empathy to help him understand his big feelings and teach him all the ways to manage his emotions. But when I was in my big feelings, I couldn't do it. And let me tell you, I was in my big feelings a lot. I really wanted to stop yelling and being reactive. And I was so desperate to change how I approached my kids. I wanted to be that compassionate parent and be that person who could, you know, calmly approach my kids' misbehavior from a place of empathy. And that meant that I had to work on myself. So while I was learning all of these compassion and empathy tools in parenting, I spent the next several years creating a bunch of tools and exercises for me so that I could learn how to manage my stress and my emotions and my thoughts. Now, this is still a journey for me, of course, but the strategies I use to calm myself are super effective and 
I am now able to stay calm or get back to calm quickly when I find myself in my big feelings. So the truth is the calmer I am, the better able I am to connect with my kids and help them with their big feelings. So as I learned to manage my emotion, I was able to recognize my child's emotion and help them manage theirs. So as I worked on my own calm and grew in my ability to connect, I was still feeling confused in parenting. So I still didn't know, like, how do I get my kids to listen and follow my rules? I didn't know what to do, like, when they hurt each other or how to teach them, like, how to take responsibility when they make mistakes or cause a problem. And I remember this one moment, my son had thrown popcorn all over the ground. And it wasn't even because he was mad or upset. He was just being really silly. And I was like, okay, I've connected with his feelings. Now, how do I get him to pick up the popcorn? (laughs) Right? So that's when I went into a deep dive in how to establish limits, set up routines. I wanted to understand how rules worked in a family. What I knew for sure is that I didn't want to use fear or shame or pain to get my kids to listen. So I needed to find a way to set up limits and routines in my family that encouraged thinking, choice, and responsibility, which I found. And I'm going to share that on this podcast. So over the past 13 years, I have dedicated my life to becoming the mom I wanted to be for my kids. And in that process, I created a parenting model that has helped me navigate every tricky parenting moment that has been thrown my way, from hitting to bullying, from toddler meltdowns to teenage shenanigans, from missing assignments all the way to college admissions, from getting kids to go to bed to getting kids out of bed. From kids not wanting to get out of the bath to middle schoolers that didn't want to take a shower. From kids fighting in the car to kids driving the car. So I have created a parenting model that can be used in every single tricky parenting moment, every age, every stage, and every behavior. I call this parenting model the Calm Mama Process. And it's four simple steps that I follow whenever I find myself in a tricky parenting moment. So The steps are calm, connect, limit set, correct. And I've been teaching my model to moms since 2015. And I've seen how applying the calm mama process to their tricky parenting moments has brought calm and peace to their homes. Their kids' behavior improves. Their relationship with their children gets so much better. And they enjoy motherhood most of the time. Now, when I practice what I teach, there's no yelling in our house. There are no hurt feelings. There's no resentment or frustration. Our boys feel safe and loved. They take responsibility for their behavior, and they're more cooperative. So over the next four episodes of this podcast, I'm going to break down the four steps of the Calm Mama process for you. And I'm going to really help you understand what does calm mean? What do I actually mean by that? And how do you get it? I'm going to teach you about connection how to practice compassion with your kids and use the tools of empathy in a way that is easy, right? So it's not so confusing. I'm going to teach you how to set limits that get your kids to think without using threats. And we're going to talk about correction, which is my model for consequences and how to help your kids take personal responsibility without feeling shame about their behavior. So again, this calm mama process, calm, connect, limit, set, correct, I'm going to take you through all four steps over the next four episodes. 
Though, if you want to learn more and you're ready to show up as a calm mama, I highly encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and listen in each Thursday so you can grow as a mom. Now, I just want to tell you, if you want a way out of the mad mom syndrome of yelling, anger, arguing, lectures, and threats, I am here to tell you peace in your home is possible. See you next week. Hey mama, if you've been listening to this podcast and thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so ready to get out of this chaos and create more peace in myself and in my family, then I want to invite you to join Calm Mama School. It's my lifetime membership program where you learn how to stop yelling and feeling overwhelmed by parenting, teach your kids how to manage all of their big feelings, and set limits that actually work. It's lifetime access for getting everything you need to have the family you want and become the mom that you're meant to be. No matter how old your kids are or how chaotic your family is right now, I can help you create peace and joy in your home. To join, go to calmmamacoaching.com and get instant access to my online course and start coming to weekly coaching calls this week. I can't wait to help you transform your family. See you there.